Welcome back, Righteous Karma listeners. Today I have a special guest who is my best friend and sister. She has recently been nominated for the 2023 Women of Inspiration Award. She is the Director of Operations for an ABA organization, as well as the Social Emotional Learning Instructor at Flowers Education Health Fitness Center. And if that weren't enough, she is also an active member of Forbes The Culture, spreading positivity and inclusiveness wherever she goes. Please help me give a very warm welcome to my amazing sister, Val. Welcome to the show, Val Val. Thank you for having me. <laughs> How are you feeling today? Good. That was that was a very uh, fancy introduction for me. Um, I yeah, I feel good. I I don't you know I don't often think about all those things unless somebody says it, and then it just sounds like I'm really busy and all that thing. <laughs> well, it is important to definitely pat your own self in the back because you out here doing big things and um, amazing right. things. So. Thank you for half the things without you. I I appreciate that, and I feel the same yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. So today we um, are going to be talking about reclaiming your time and being present in the moment. And when I think about that, what comes to mind is personally just take control on how I spend my time and not letting external factors or people dictate how I should spend my own time and also being intentional about focusing on the noun and being present. And what kind of comes to your mind when you, when you hear that reclaiming your time and being present in the moment? Yeah, I mean, I think I think all of those things definitely ring true to kind of where my my mind goes when I hear it. But I think the thing that stands out the most to me is really um, being assertive about what feels best and most aligned with, you know, your your personal health, your aspirations and, you know, the wellness of the, the wholeness of your being. So, like, I. I, when I think about reclaiming my time, I think about how everything that I have to um, contribute my energy to has to align with the wellness of my, you know, myself, my personal being, my family, and then, um, you know, just the, the the things that align with my goals. That's kind of really ends out to me. But like yeah. being being assertive about that, because I think we're we're not always taught that we can be, like you said, intentional about um, our energy and our time. Like we're not taught to say like, hey, this doesn't really vibe with what I have going on. And I'm really focused on trying to do this thing. Right. I really need rest or I really need to get this reading done or I really need to you know, get this this podcast episode done, right? So that's the mm -hmm. kind of thing I think about, like being assertive about that, being intentional about. It. Right. I love and that. Taking how, ownership for it. Yeah. I love how you said 
you use the word assertive because I what comes to mind when I hear you say that is even like been able to set those boundaries, whether it is professional boundaries or personal boundaries on how you're spending your time. Because I've struggled with this and I know a lot of people struggle with having the ability to keep a clear separation between work and home. I mean, we spend a lot of time yeah. at at work and Sometimes it is hard to turn that off when you get home. But I think it's vital and equally important to make sure that we are being mindful in regards to turning off work and be, and turning on home to be able to fully focus on our families, our loved ones, and who we spend our time with outside of work. So... That assertive word definitely resonated with me when you said that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I, you know, I'm a work in progress, too. I definitely have to remind myself that it's necessary to 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 do that. You know, I don't think there's right. a big clients to it. And what kind of, I mean, since that has been a struggle for you, like, how, what have you done to reclaim your time or to be assertive like how have you addressed being able to keep a clear separation or being more present when you're off work and focusing on work when you are at work yeah so it's two things really right like one um setting my intentions for the day has been really helpful so i it is very important for me to take um time for myself each morning when I get up to kind of just give thanks for being able to rise again and to sit with myself and think about what it is that I want to do and what it is that I need to do um, and how I can do that without compromising my integrity. And what I mean by that is like, how can I do that and be truthful to my needs and to the needs of the people around me? How can I do that and be honest with myself about what I can actually accomplish in the time that I have available to me in one day, right? And mm -hmm. and how can I do that with my with my full self, with my whole self, with right? Like, because I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm trying to do anything without kindness, compassion, and you know, thoughtfulness included in that mm -hmm. process. So, the first thing I do is I get up, I have that moment to myself to kind of, you know, have that 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 time to just kind of self set for the day. And then the other part of that is, um, you know, I, I do like a little Brene Brown every now and again. She's, you know, she mm -hmm. may, she may be for some people may not be, but I do the one, one of her sayings really resonates with me. And she has a saying that clear is kind, right? So I keep that in my head throughout the day because I have to have that sitting with me when I have to make decisions about how I'm spending my time and how I'm kind of reevaluating my values system. So mm -hmm. somebody might come to me and they might say, hey, Val, I need you to do this thing or, you know, can you help on this thing? And my knee-jerk reaction, because, you know, one of one of my um, good and not so good uh, <laughs> uh, qualities is that I can be a bit of a people pleaser. And mm -hmm. we know that sometimes that can come from certain 
types of trauma or or certain mm-hmm. life experience from have. But I've learned that I can't please people if I can't honestly, you know, show up for the things that I say I will or that I can. So what I keep with me is clear is kind um, from Brene Brown. And can you do this? And then my value system says, well, can you, right? Can you do this in the way that thou, the Virgo, likes to do things well (laughs) and with good intention and efficiently? If, mm-hmm. if the answer is no, right, if the reality of that is no, then that has to be my verbal response. I'm sorry. I don't have the capacity to do this at the moment. Is this something that needs to be done right now or is this something that can wait until another day? Because right now I don't right. have the capacity, but I may tomorrow. Um, so those are the two most important things that I had to really start conditioning myself to do. Get up and plan in the morning. Mm-hmm. What do you you want your day to look like what do you want to achieve how do you want to help and then can you really yes or no right and working through the day with with as many yeses as i can rock star yeses to to a degree Mm -hmm. right realistic yeses right or no and they have to also be rock star realistic no's they have to be you know i love you but i can't yeah i love you but i won't (laughs) You know, <laughs> and then you know it's uncomfortable at first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It really is, but after you get some practice with it, girl, the nose just roll. It's not can't do that. Got <laughs> you later. You know, maybe at two thirty, maybe not at nine, but maybe at two thirty. Right, right. No, I, that absolutely makes sense to me. Like because it's hard from coming from a tendency of being a people pleaser to being able to set those boundaries because it is very difficult and uncomfortable at first when you start kind of setting those boundaries or being more assertive and being more realistic with really do I have the capacity to handle this or am I trying to take on too much and at the end of the day like I'm the one that is suffering because I have no energy or no life left to give to the people at home. Or I have no life left to focus on my other passions and things that I might be in, inclined to. Could be me exercising or it could be me wanting to take up a new class or start a business. Like when you are not in mindful of that it just takes away like the the time that you that you really have um to do something that you really enjoy doing or spending time with the ones that you enjoy spending time with so um yeah and you were about to say something no, I was just saying, yeah. I mean, I okay. agree with that. I think the other mm-hmm. piece of it, too, is that the people who love you and care about you would want you to operate in a way that is good, you know, for you and good mm-hmm. for them. Like, people who really can't understand that or don't want to do the work to understand that probably are not are not the best people to to, to be around, are, are probably not putting you in a situation um, of wellness and you know that should help you to make decisions 
that should help to make those decisions, I think, even more clear um, when you have to say no and when, you know, when you can can say yes. But I think the Uh other piece of that, too, is like leading with that kind of conversation to not only continue to condition yourself, but to help to condition the people around you. Like, especially when you love people. Like, I know sometimes you and I will have a conversation and Uh I'll call you on the phone or you'll call me on the phone. We might have something big that's going to be like, do you have the capacity to deal with this right now? Are you know, uh-huh. are you in a are you in a good place to have a certain conversation right now? And a lot of people might think that's weird. Like some people, you know, be like, who talks to their friend like that? So he loves them. You know, so so someone who knows they're they're doing what they're doing the most. Uh, yes. Like, yes. You know, <laughs> this might, might be too much, you know? So uh, yes. you condition other people to know that you can say no, right? No, mm-hmm. To know, hey, I have an option in this and how I spend my time. And the fact that you will address me with that understanding is a is a sign of respect and a sign of love. And that Absolutely. You about, you know, my well-being. And you care about your own. Because if I call you and ask you, you'll tell me. You'll say yeah or no, you know? Yeah. And I appreciate that so much about our our friendship, our sisterhood, is that we are we're mindful of our own time, but we're awful we are also mindful of each other's time and the ability to have that capacity, like we are checking in with each other because it might not be like you might not have the capacity for me to tell you the type of day I had at work. That you could have had the same, you could have had, uh, you know, a more, like, more things could have happened happen in your day that included family and work. And what I went through at work, you might not have the capacity for it. So I think that's important to even check in with friends to see if they have that capacity to, for you to just vent to at that particular time. Because everybody's time is important. And so, Absolutely. yep, that. Um, how do you think, do you think spirituality plays a role with you being mindful and, and being present as well as like we're talking about reclaiming your time? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's probably been the, 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 the cornerstone of what I build my value systems on. I mean, right. I really do imagine myself. Like if I kind of address myself as a temple, part of respecting that is understanding that it needs to be taken care of. It needs to be cleaned. It needs to be, you know, the, the, the energy needs to be um, maintenance, Um, and so, yeah, I think about the fact that in order to be a good steward of the relationships around me, like that's, that's a, that's a principle that I carry with me for my own spirituality, you know, do no harm, right? It's necessary for me to be as mindful as possible in my, in my approach, because I want to handle people in a way that I would hope they would handle me or the people that I love and care about right so and and the people that I love and care care about you know by way of of the things that I believe from a spiritual perspective is everyone so 
it requires me to really maintenance my energy because it takes a lot of time and patience and effort to be able to approach uh, all relationships that way, to be able to kind of maintain that that sense of mindfulness in every communication that I have. And it's not, again, I'm not, I'm not perfect at it, right? I'm not, I'm not even always good at it. Sometimes I have, because, you know, unfortunately I'm human. And so I have these moments where I have to remind myself that, hey, to be, to, to maintain alignment with my value system and with what I believe spiritually, I have to check myself, you know, and I have to regroup. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think it's played a very huge part in how I'm able to kind of continuously reconnect with that that state of mind. Um, it, it, you know, it's a requirement that I have that time with myself. It's a requirement that I um, treat myself with kindness. I treat myself how I would want to be treated. And I also treat others how I would want to be treated. And uh, in doing that, it it allows me that, you know, that that uh, well of compassion that's necessary to communicate with people and deal with so many types of people on a regular basis. I mean, do you, how how do you feel about? Do you feel like those are separate things for you, or do you feel like it has conditioned you for? where you are in in this stage of your spiritual experience like do you feel like kind of tapping into your spirituality has really changed the way that you operate absolutely it's played a, a major role with the way i am even striving to do better with being present and what always comes to mind for me is we don't know when our last day is. We have to really be mindful of our time here because we don't know. And so I'll have different, you know, time thieves and time thieves is, is what I consider things that keep me away from being present in whatever given moment. And I overthink things a lot and I've struggled with that. And my connection with God, like I know God wants me, wants us all to live life more abundantly. And part of living life more abundantly is appreciating those moments the moments that we have mm -hmm. the days that we have because sometimes you try to rush through these mundane routine tasks like it just seems like the days are really really slow and then before you know it the years have passed by and it's like where have where has time gone and so my spirituality teaches me to appreciate each and every moment, even those moments of darkness. Because in those moments of darkness, there's a lesson for me to learn in those moments. It's uncomfortable, but it promotes my growth to another level. 
And I have to pray for strength during those times and reach out to you sometime. <laughs> and uh, I, you. <laughs> and then it makes it when you have that, that contrast of light and dark, because both light and dark does matter. And so when I have those moments of light, it makes me appreciate it a hundred times more. Because I know what it feels like to be in a dark place. And I appreciate those moments of light and being able to learn from those moments of darkness. And so my relationship, my relationship with God has really provided just a wealth of new ways of thinking and really elevating my mind and being open to learning and to growing through each and every stage. And we all know how hard growth and evolution is. <laughs> it's it's not pleasant all the time. Absolutely. I, I think you had said something to me the other day. You said um, it was, what was it? It was, is meditation meditation is listening to God, right? Mm -hmm. Praying is talking to God. Mm -hmm. And and then you said journaling is 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 prayer on paper, right? Mm -hmm. And like yeah. that it's those are really great ways to like deal with your perception of time and and organize how you even operate and how you develop your value system in relation to time, right? Right. Because that that meditation point in the morning, that you know, kind of listening to God, setting your intention for for the day, right? That that mm -hmm. piece of our spirituality that requires us to sit in the morning, um, and listen to God. God, you know, you will know. It will be told to you what 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 you're supposed to be focusing on throughout your day. What you're supposed to be devoting that time to, right? Or you sit with yourself and you meditate and you listen to God. And then your, you know, your prayer to God and asking for the strength and the the wellness to actually complete those things, to do those things well, and to to show up with courage and confidence to not be misdirected by those time thieves, right? By the mm -hmm. things that you know are distracting you and taking you away from your from your your value system or those principles. And that that putting that on paper, that that prayer on paper or your journaling at the end of your day, right? Mm -hmm. You've had your, your two parts through the day where you wake up, you meditate, your middle of your day where you then, you know, again, continue to have your conversation through prayer. And then your evening when you sit back and you're journaling and you're kind of taking uh, an accounting of what you've done throughout the day, what you've experienced, what you've accomplished, how you dealt with those small moments that make up right your experience mm -hmm. and resetting your intention asking for the things that you need to be able to continue um in alignment with your value system i mean that i think that's a beautiful that's a beautiful pathway to really managing your relationship with time mm -hmm. and right and assessing your your value system it, yes because that's what it is 
that's it, right? That being that that intention, that that prayer for courage and consistency. Um, and then that, you know, that at the end of the day, that recapping, that reassessment, that maintenance work, you know. Mm-hmm. It's important. It's very important. And you know, you just mentioned time thieves, like, and I know I'm, I had brought that up as well. And what what time thief do you feel like you struggle with the most? Ooh, child, people. No, <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I'm gonna keep it all the way real. Yeah, I mean, listen, and it's not. I don't think people um, intentionally try to be time thieves right I don't think that people want to be harmful or even think about things in that way um I think I think it's two parts right like you have to know what you want to commit to and you have to know because in order to know what a time thief looks like right you have to you have to identify what it is that you actually want to be doing with that time or what you're supposed to be doing with that time so, right, you know, you know, if somebody comes out the blue and they got some conversation that has. Not, and I'm not saying that every single thing that you do or every single conversation that you have, have has to be, you know, absolutely aligned with your passion, your goals or, you know, your personal wellness, because other people are important, too. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people don't know well enough to know when they're wasting their damn time. They don't know. <laughs> like, they don't they just. You know, they just call you, they just call you, or they just, you know, and if it throws stuff at you, be like, what does this, girl, what does this have to do with the, the tea in China? Like, is this stopping you from doing something? You know, is this helping you do something? Oh, my goodness. Is this making yes. you feel better? If it's not, why are you bringing it to me? Because you don't even want it, and you don't even know you don't want it. So just want to really put it on your lap. You're like, yeah, right. And right, and don't even want to let it go. So they want to give you something, but it keeps it right. It's like, mm, no way. Keep put that in a bag and drop it off somewhere else, child. Don't bring it over here because you got stuff going on. But you know, I do. I it used to at a different time of my life, you know, and it, it required me. It requires me to do my own personal work. I used to take it personally, right? Like. Um, and I think people do that. You know, they say, oh, I wish people, you know, wish people would show up for me the way I show up for them. Or, oh, you know, people, they they, they don't, they, they, they don't want for me what I want for me. And, you know, they don't want things the way that I, and it's like, you know, the best way to deal with that kind of time thief, I think people who have that lack of awareness of how to utilize your time appropriately um and how to utilize their time appropriately like the best way to deal with that kind of time thief is to again like be clear be honest like if it Mm, if it's absolute i'm not i can't do this i have something else that's more important than you know there's a kind and compassionate way to say that right or to Mm -hmm. do that um if it's that absolute this has nothing to do with anything that i care about at this moment there's a kind (laughs) way to still engage with people but be like mm, you got it <laughs> yeah That's it can still be kind and direct at yeah. the same time right right so and i mean in another way i've been learning to deal with that is to find way like to to really 
pour into the people and the processes and the experiences that do align with me and 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 those that are not time thieves right like those that like it's a it's a given the relationship that you and I have like it is there's there's I don't think I ever look at the phone and you call and I'm like like I got to be in the middle of something that is like you know it's a meeting I can't do it because like the kids something like that yeah for yeah. me to be like absolutely not like <laughs> this just doesn't happen because it really doesn't because I know you know whatever it is I'm gonna grow from it you know uh, so it's never a thing yes. you know and I'm and I'm I'm being honest just re- today and le- and yesterday this whole weekend you know you and I talked about it um when my birthday coming up people were trying to I done decluttered you and I've had that conversation so many mm-hmm. times about Mm-hmm. setting our homes and our spaces to you know yeah. kind of align with what we have going on eternally and and mm-hmm. then of, of course i didn't have a choice right everything everything had to go to trash oh, <laughs> the wow. was like you said you're gonna commit to this <laughs> and then i didn't do it fast enough and the lord was like nope you're gonna do it anyway right oh uh, uh, yes like the, the yep. alchemist says the alchemist says that when you really want something, the, the whole of the universe conspires to make sure that thing happens and that's exactly mm-hmm. what happens. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with with that, you know, my birthday coming up, I was like, ah. people were like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. And so I was like, no, you know, what would be best for me would be this. Um, I need to get my house back in order. Yeah. And my family, I, they, I told them that. And they came, and instead of being time thieves, they contributed to my mission. And was like, okay, that's what we did. You know? Yes. We had a party painting and cleaning and reorganizing and decluttering. and mm, Beautiful. <laughs> you know, it was time with them, but still in alignment with my goal. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think so, in the process. With it. Yeah, and I think in the process of, like, like you're speaking of how you would like to even spend your time on on your birthday or whatever day like I feel like self-care and reclaiming your time like they are correlated and sometimes like we are putting ourselves on the back burners and I feel like that's how I thought that I was supposed to live for a long time it didn't matter. And that I feel like is partly a trauma response feeling like my needs or what I wanted really didn't matter that I had to do for everybody else first. And then me, I came last. And when you're putting yourself last, sometimes you don't have that same amount of energy that you're putting out because you've already given it all away. And so you're trying to pour from an empty cup and we all deserve to fill ourselves up just as much as we fill other people up. And so how do you incorporate self-care? And do you feel like, do you agree with self-care even being related to part of reclaiming your time? A thousand percent. I mean, you, you know, you cannot give to others what you do not have. Right. So if you don't have time for yourself, you cannot you cannot give to other people. Like you said, when you, you know, haven't had an opportunity to um, focus on your well-being, you cannot contribute to other people's 
and I think it I think it's almost and this is probably gonna sound extreme and hopefully hopefully your listeners don't kick me in the behind about it, but I think it's almost lacking com- compassion to do that. I really do. I think it's like who want I don't want you showing up for me if you can't show up as your whole self. You know, if you can't show up um, and feel good about showing up, like I don't want, I don't ever want, there's no time where I'm ever around around you where it feels forced or it feels like, you know, I feel uncomfortable about it. it there's not these huge amounts of stress attached to our time. I, when I just recently came to see you. Uh, and you had things going on. I knew, you know, you were going, heading back to work. I knew, I knew that we were trying to, you know, do a, do the most with, with a, <laughs> with a little bit of time. And it was like, for me, you know, it was like, you know, how do we get in there and have a good time without it feeling too stressful? Mm-hmm. Because I don't think it's, I don't think it's compassionate to try to do that when you are not well or when someone else is not well. So mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, a thousand percent. I agree that your your self care is in direct correlation with, um, you know, reclaiming your time and having an understanding of how to claim your time. And I I'm claiming my time right now. I need a moment, sweetie. Okay. Well, he can talk to daddy. This is my time. See, we have to teach our children these things sometimes. Exactly. I did it. Oh, you're gonna learn. <laughs> we we are moms twenty four seven, and you can't turn off mom, but yes. still all the time. <laughs> still have okay. to get in that that nope. self care at the that same time. Now, baby, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm modeling. Yes. I'm modeling the behavior for him. But yeah, I mean, it's, you know, and and again, the, just like that, right? You 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 can't. You have to be able to. Um, take care of yourself first because again right like nothing happens if you're not well there's no there's nothing that you can do if you cannot do it with you know your whole self and your best intention there's nothing you you, you really can do that that people should want anyway mm-hmm. absolutely so yeah I mean the, and the, the only ways I know to do that I think are to really be intentional about that time carve it out I carve it out in the morning. I have to get up before everybody in this house gets up. I need my moment to myself. Um, walk, exercise, you know, run, make yourself breakfast. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Have a cup of coffee, watch the sunrise, whatever feels good to you. For me, it's to get up, work out, listen to my own music in my car. You know, I don't have to listen to Rosie's Rules or whatever on the way to the gym. Like, I want to listen. If I want to listen to a little bit of ratchet music on the way, <laughs> my thing, you know. Right. Have something for yourself. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That that time and something for yourself is sacred and I feel like mine's is is hiking. When I feel imbalanced and just all over the place, nature just has a way of balancing and centering me. And so you have to focus on things that helps you to to really be balanced. So we you know, you can appreciate that that moment and be intentional about it and i know we have both been on the 5 a.m 5 a.m club book um yes (laughs) and uh shout out to the 5 a.m club by mr sharma um 
you guys should check out the book if you haven't. Um, and I want to also, you know, in, encourage the Righteous Karma listeners because something else I think that we recently talked about that struggle with, like I said, overthinking or kind of focusing too much on things maybe that I don't have control over and what I have begun to do to really kind of check myself when I'm doing that is to question myself would this matter if I was on my deathbed would this person that is irking my nerve what they're saying or what they did would that matter in the moment when I'm on my deathbed? And if the answer is no, then I need to check myself and get back recentered to what does matter in the moment. And sometimes you have to be that extreme to really kind of check your mind and redirect it toward what is important because there are just so many distractions. Distractions that try to blind you from your own purpose. And centering yourself and focusing on the moment, being mindful, helps provide that clarity on what direction we all need to go. So I just want to put that out there. Any lasting words or last piece of advice that you would like to provide to our Righteous Karma listeners? No, I mean, you dropped the mic on that. I mean, get good get good at saying no. Okay. <laughs> no one to say yes, but no one to say no. Exactly. That's the big thing, I think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and no does not always requ require explanation. Sometimes we feel like we have to explain. Exactly. And no is sometimes just no. And if you feel it necessary to provide explanation on your terms, then do that. But absolutely. And where can Righteous Karma listeners find you? Righteous Karma listeners can find me um, on Instagram. I am at very super V. So that's V-E-R-Y and then super S-U-P-E-R-V, like the letter V. Um you can reach out to me uh, at uh, Flowers Education, Health, and Fitness um, at info at flowerseducation.com. And or, yeah, or probably close to you somewhere. Where <laughs> are Either a person or spiritually. <laughs> yes. Well, we definitely appreciate you. And I know my listeners um, appreciate hearing a part of your journey and to righteous karma listeners let me know your feedback at on ig at righteous karma dot me or feel free to email me at ty at righteous karma dot me i want to know in what ways have you started reclaiming your time and if there are any tips that you can provide provide those let's be a resource for one another. I'm sending you all love and light. Until next time, signing off. <laughs>